Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts in before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association Voted the Todd Glass Show number one So welcome to the show Hey, how are you? You're good? Wow Um, well, today is... Last week was Tim Heidecker, and then after he left, we were all still going strong, so we did an after show, and that's what today is. Tonight, I don't know when you listen to the show, to be honest, but I do want to send some love. I did a show in Los Angeles. It's called the, uh, do you remember what it's called? The Outdoor Show. Oh, like the Low Blow. The Low Blow Comedy Show? It's up, like, in the hills, near the, near-ish to the comedy store, behind there in the hills. And it was set up perfect. It was like an event. There was like a backyard and it had cool lights and everyone was hanging out and they had a bar set up and they had someone there like sponsoring. They were giving out like joints. Am I supposed to say that? Ah, uh, huh? Sure. And they had the stage set up and then there was like a little hill and then there, they made like a, there was like a balcony, not a balcony, but like the, there were chairs all around the stage and then there was like a little embankment and then like about six feet up and then there was more chairs up there. They had a little campfire going. It was great. They had a guy playing keyboards and they do it. It's called the Low Blow Comedy Show. I hope I said it right. And um, I'm not going to give any names because a few people put a lot of work into it, but I'm going to forget somebody and then I'll feel bad. But they do it about once a month usually the last Saturday of the month. But it's it's really, really, really cool. I, I hold in high regard when people know how to present comedy properly. All right? And I'm going to do a show there. Usually there's like six or seven really funny comedians, but I'm going to do it in June. I'll talk about it on the podcast and bring the whole band, and I'm going to do an hour and just have like two opening acts. 
you know, two two people going on before me. All right. So there's that. Um, anything else? No, next week will be a best of show, and Aristotle's going to pick it. Somebody emailed me that as an idea. When there's no show, no show show, we'll put on a best of. It's hard to pick which one, and I'm going to let Aristotle decide which one and explain why. And then I'll do a little no show show opening to throw to it. All righty. Well, I guess that's it. Um, I hope you're well. Do you have anything you want to say? That's the face you make in the picture. Wow. An upside-down smile, if I've ever seen one. Um, all right. I feel like there's always more I want to say, but this was a really fun, silly show. Really, ah, it's always silly, but what are you going to do, right? Um, I'm sorry for calling it Rita's Water Ice. It is Rita's Italian Ice. And other than that, uh... Colt Cabana is going to be coming on the show in a few weeks. And that's it. All right. You're great. I think you're just great. You need more motivation? You're great. I'll honk my horn. Whoa. Tough horn. All right. Enjoy the show. Okay? I I think I have my thumb over it. It's a good show. Wow. No one knew how to start the show. So I said, let me start the show. I'll tell people exactly what's going on. Why is it part two? Well, Tim Heidecker was here last week and it was just seriously, it was an hour of just really silly fun and getting to know someone I've liked for a long time, a lot better, know know him a lot better. And, uh, And it was just silly fun. That was last week. So why is this part two? Because he left, but we were all still in a, we're like, we want to keep podcasting. So everyone goes, do you want to have a family show? So it's the same night, later into the night, deeper into the night. You hear the thunder. I never make that up. Huh? Do you hear it? What? So we're here to, uh, and I said, Tim, Vinny's on saxophone. He's great. He's got to take it out of the stand every time, though. He's a real professional. Wow. And then, where's Aaron? Aaron, are you, what do you want? Tambourine, it looks like. Don't you want a clicker? And the ratchet. Wow. And then let's hear the clicker. Okay, so really utilize it tonight. I want you guys to score the show. Do you have a whistle? you have a train whistle? This is part two. Enjoy yourselves. Thank you. You have a beer bottle? What do you do with that? You drink the beer in it, right? And then, uh, and so I said, Eric, move over to the table. I just want, I want to set the scene. Eric Calver, thank you, Eric Olson. You're welcome. Set Talk the scene. Less. You're lucky your instruments all over the table don't bother me because they're beautiful. No, no, no. To George Carlin. He has cymbals and these, what are these called? These are uh, mallets. Mallets. They're, they're and they're, and they're beautiful. They're, 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 they're basically, they're instruments, right? Yeah. And they're beautiful. And they're on the table, so it doesn't bother me. But so why did I say it? Because you would think it would bother me. So I'm surprised you, you really pulled it off. I was testing your limit. Yeah, yeah. I test your limit. And that's what I heard about you out on the street. Hey, you know what? Don't be unprofessional. Uh, so so Eric Olson is... Uh, he's yeah! Si- he's sitting to the right. <laughs> Try to beef up your... Pl- Woo! Woo! <laughs> I love that guy! Oh, wait. It seems like it's you. <laughs> no. Hey, calm down. I love him! I love Eric Olson! Woo! Nothing burger! Hey! I only hate Eric Olson!
Let Eric talk. Guys, guys, go by. Scott, this is Todd's show. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it, but it's Todd's show. I know. I'm s i am I love Todd too, but Eric. Oh, yeah, we all oh thank you very Eric much. Eric thank you. Thank you. Eric Olsen. 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 Nothing burger. Nothing burger. Nothing burger. Nothing burger. Nothing burger. That's the way you call product placement in the most tasteful way. Why can't other people figure that out? I don't care if somebody just plugs something, if it's people singing Nothing Burger and then life goes on. Hey, Todd, will you read my uh, Nothing Burger sure. promo? Oh, there is one. You know, one. in this highfalutin world, <laughs> it's hard to find two people with a self. It's gotta be me. So, so, so Tim Heidecker has left, and uh, I enjoyed that podcast. I feel like, like I said, I got to know somebody better. So now Tim moved over. Eric moved over. I'm sorry. Eric moved over to the table because there's no guest right now. I said, bring a three set of the drums. He's over here with drums. Aristotle's here. John Bram Wagner is here. Everyone has their Woo! name tags on. <laughs> There are a lot of people here tonight for John. You feel it in the air. Yeah. You just feel the excitement when people know it's not a competition. But oh, John's no, the, the John side and the Eric sides are getting in fights with each other. Oh, oh my God. One, two, three. You got a lot of nerve, mister. Get out of here. We need to come together. Peace and love. Can I tell you how much Peace fun that was? Was that, is that, does it get any funner than that? No. Two George Carlin. No. No. Two George Carlin. That was the best. That was so stupid and silly. That's us. We're like uh, chimpanzees on a train. Well, that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> this guy wrote a comment. Now, to George Carlin, maybe I go out of my way to let this happen because I know it's probably healthier. Like, I'll read Twitter. I'll go two weeks without reading it, and then I'll stare at it for three days straight. You know, you know, whatever. You know, and, and by the way, most of the time, you get a lot of laughs at it. But you always might get something negative, so you might be nervous. But, you know, but anyway, with Twitter. So, uh, but with the comments on the podcast, about three years ago, for some reason, the app changed. Now I can't look at them. And I go, good. You don't need to read them. The only, the only thing you would need to learn from someone is to give a, a, to, to someone to say, you're not trying anymore. And I know I am. I know every fucking week I come in here to have a blast. So there's no advice that they can give me that would help me. Now, it might be kind things, and that feels really nice to read, but then you could read the negative things. So I don't usually, I don't go there. 
But uh, I did. <laughs> I did. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds like, oh, Todd, do you want us to think we don't read them? Oh, no. When I read them, I'll read them for like three days straight. And then I go, okay, I'm glad I can't figure it out on the fourth day. I don't go, Eric, how do I get those comments back up? I always lose them somehow because I'm fiddling around. But somebody read one. That's a long setup. And I'm trying to fill time. <laughs> I mean, for people that are negative going, wow, that's such a long setup. Yeah, I've got, I have a long show to do. I wish I had content to do a two-hour show, but I am sorry. Sometimes you got 20 minutes and you got to stretch it out to two hours. So I try my hardest. I wrote this song to fill time. All right, that bit's been done. Okay, so anyway. I don't want to do my Netflix, you know, I wrote this joke to cover up that I don't have jokes. Okay, I get it. I'm not going to be a parody of myself. I won't allow it. I will never become a parody of myself. What was the comment? Oh, the comment. (laughs) Thank you, Eric. A a genuine handshake to George Carlin. So the comment, to George Carlin, I didn't know if it was bad or good, but I ended up liking it. I smelled it was bad. Then I went, wait, that's... He goes, Todd Glass Show is like if the bunch of chimpanzees took over a train and i was like i was like oh my god it it, it is like if it took over a train do we have any train noises all aboard i I thought i thought if that's an insult it sounds like a compliment think about it chimpanzees take over a train is that going to be fun we should call gary goldman as monkeys at the train station wait monkeys took a how do we sell this? You know how we call Gary Goldman and pretend we're at a train station? Can I say one now thing? Now we pretend we're monkeys. <laughs> we pretend. I think you're on How would something. that, you want to do that for real? <laughs> now that you put it that way, no. It might be hard. <laughs> but I do want to soak in that. That. Don't let that have it. You know, I don't want to think that I'm ruling that out. <laughs> what if I'm paranoid because of <laughs> So I'm like, that's a good idea. We can surface that, store it right up front. You know, we're not putting it deep into the freezer. Pass. No, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So we are in the second part of the show right now. Do you know what I do whenever I get lost? I try to act like, oh, I'm just, oh, I know what I'm doing. Okay, so we're about ready to start. Because every time I say, oh, I'm about ready to start, you know what I think that buys me? Oh, they haven't started. So you got to be an angry person to go, all right, this doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it wouldn't do it for me either. We haven't started yet. But if you're the type of person listening to the show and somebody sent you here and you're getting, I know, I know it's weird that I predict this. I just predict it in case it happens. I'm trying to grab you and bring you in. But if you're thinking, this probably isn't for me, then it probably is. Oh, Lord. Oh. Be strong. 
Wow, I love that sax. It is so beautiful this time of year. What do you think of that, what we just did? Let's have a new thing called, let's critique what we just did. It's a great segment. Everyone else thinks they want to talk about it. They go, I'm going to talk about that with my maybe two people listening to the show. I'm going to be honest, it sounded like a bunch of chimpanzees on a train. And that sounds fun. That was great. Let's go back to that. This guy says this shows like a bunch of chimpanzees took over a train. What, I'm serious. Like, what could be more fun than that? You think they're going to limit the amount of ice cream everybody eats? No. Is the train going to tip over? No. It can't. They'll, they'll be craziness. Not the type of craziness that endangers the train. It'll just be pure silliness and fun and giddiness and love. A lot of love. Throwing poop everywhere. <laughs> so whatever hurt. Did anybody ever get hurt from having poop thrown at them? I never read about it. I bet they're going to eat some banana splits. Right! Yes! And I bet they go crazy with the whipped cream spraying on the counter. I can't fucking get enough of it. These chimpanzees, it would be pure joy if they took... Think about this. First of all, they're chimpanzees and they're smart enough. Hey, I'm just creating a scenario that was given to me to take over a train. Yeah, it's and, impressive on its own. Yeah, and they don't have evil in mind. They're not. We all know they're not taking it over to do anything but just be silly on the train. They're always like, they're, they maybe they were all, they heard about the train. They go, look how or everyone's so stiff on that train. You're plowing through these beautiful countries. Why aren't people having fun and laughing and having a good time and two hour trip up to D.C. You're all sitting there with your newspapers. You 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 you, you, you fucking look boring. So these chimpanzees. These, these chimpanzees were like, what if we took over a train? You driving through the night. It would be fun, right? Right. That sounds like a great movie. Right. Chimps on a train. This fall. Starring Liam Neeson. I can't stand these motherfucking chimps on this motherfucking train. They take over a train. It's a night train through Minneapolis. I believe it was a movie. Oh, hold on. Stop everything. Aristotle's talking. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Ah. Ah, he's right. Do you think uh, it's like it was like one of those circus trains and just like they got out? Oh yes, I do. All I right. do. I do. How they, about they that? Got out and in I don't cages. And I don't like that. Lock. I don't like this. You know why? Because in this scenario, they're on their way to a circus and they shouldn't be in a circus. My scenario. No, is, but they they busted free they and they're gonna get the all the animals out and they're oh, they gonna are? take over the train and, and they're going yeah. to safety. Oh good. Yes, that's great. I love that. So they <laughs> they're they, going to Sheboygan. I go. They, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we're going to Sheboygan. John, do you swear? No. Yeah, they're like. They're all going to Sheboygan. We all know all that the chimpanzees agree. We all know that there's a huge monkey sanctuary in Sheboygan, Arkansas. What is it again? Sheboygan, <laughs> Arkansas. It makes me. It does honestly make me feel a lot better that they're going to go to safety, even within the bit. I'm not stupid. I know we're doing a bit. Are we? <laughs> Ooh. Thank you. How about before? Only be honest. Do you think I critique a little bit when I said the train? It's like chimpanzees took over a train and nobody thought to blow the train whistle till I directed them. And we will replay it if you think that that didn't happen. I feel Our, like you're, I you're fucked up. Oh. No, not you. You don't have a train whistle. I sure do. Well, I did. Sh oh. You should have sh shut up. <laughs> I, I was going to say that that felt specific to the only person holding a train whistle, and right. then I looked, and everybody does have a everybody. train whistle. Aristotle has a train whistle. <laughs> I blew my train John Bram Wagner. You did. You did. But uh, you listen back. Listen back. Should we, should we play it? I don't want to give you work to do, but if we play it right now, you're going to hear that I definitely have to coach to get the train whistle. People, it's, it doesn't take forever, but then it's not a big deal, and I want everyone to feel loved. 
but next time quicker with the train whistle. (laughs) 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 Who did did that? You did it, Aristotle? That was Johnny. Johnny. (laughs) How stupid am I? Didn't I think that was definitely going to (laughs) happen? All right, listen. Do you have a teacher that uh, you have fond memories of? Specific, clean memories? You know what I mean? Like very distinct, like it was yesterday? Oh, absolutely. My band teacher from high school. What was what was her name? Uh, his, or his? His name was uh, Mr. Kalazi. Mr. Kalazi? Yeah. And 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 know, sounds suspicious. Sounds a lot like Miss Biazzi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I thought that maybe we talked about this before because I was gonna say mine. I swear to George Carlin at LA City College, I had a professor I loved named Mr. Fiazzi. <laughs> Fiazzi? Biazzi? Kazi? Kalazi. Tala- what's yours? Kalazi. So Kalazi, you say it. Kalazi. You can put some reverb Yahtzee. in. Put in, put in reverb. We'll just talk about a song about our teachers. I'll write it. About Mr. Kalazi. Mr. Say it again. Just the last name. Kalazi. Sing it as much as you can. Kalazi. Biazi. Fiazi. These are the teachers that changed my life. Mrs. Biazi. You got Mr. Kalazi. And you over there, you got Mrs. Mr. Fiazi. Mr. Fiazi. We're going to tell their stories on the Tiglass Show. We're going to start with Eric Calvert. Oh, I love tr- it. There's something sexy about the saxophone. Yeah. Um, okay, really so I want to hear about your music it's down teacher. In your gut. Did you know it does? It hits you in your belly. Did do you did you know then how much you appreciated that teacher, or was it later in life you went, oh, they were really nice. Uh, I did then. You yeah. did then? Yeah, yeah. Because he was like the I would describe him as the football coach to the band geeks. Mm-hmm. He 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 taught like a coach. It wasn't like. Okay, everyone, take out your instruments. Like, let's get through this. Like, he taught. Like, come on, let's go, let's do it. He's very excited. And is he still alive? He's still alive. And is he still doing it? Uh, he uh, is now teaching at a college. He's no longer teaching at my high school. What's his name again? Mark Kalazi. Well, Mark Kalazi. What we'd like to do? May I have reverb in my voice, please? May we have some music as I stand at the podium of this university? (laughs) Mark. Kalazi. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's clearly shuffling his papers. Jesus. <laughs> As I stand up here today handing out this year's Mr. Rogers Award on the Tide Glass Show. Show, show, show. As an award that gives an extra thank you, you to you, people you. that make other people's other lives people breathe, breathe easier. Easier, easier, easier. easier. We would like we to would like hand to this hand award. Award, award, award. Mark Kalazi. I know. Shut up. To Mr. Mark Kalazi. Coming to the podium is Eric Calver to tell us a little bit about why this teacher made him to this day have fond memories of him. Thank you, Mr. Glass. You know, Mark Kalazi really changed my life. Don't make it seriously. Come on, let's, let's what if be, he listens to the show? I want you to say it genuinely. Okay. Don't I'll, fuck around, right, asshole. Let me, let me, let me try and this. edit out that cursing in case Mr. Kalazby listens. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I think the message is real. We might be being silly, but I want you to say, 
Yeah, you could send him here and you could say a nice thing to him, you know, because this guy, obviously, you're still thinking about him. It's pretty cool. I don't mean to put you on the spot. You no, might not no. have the depth I have. Oh, was that right? (laughs) (laughs) That's what you think. Two people You you think me. No, hey, it's not a competition. I don't have depth. It's not a competition, Eric. Stop it. Tell him to stop. He's being immature. I mean, you both have depth. I mean, yeah, maybe he's right. Maybe we should split the difference. We don't. We don't have to get into an argument has more depth. I just thought I did for a second. Should I? Did I come kind of aggressive? Well, maybe you do have more depth. I'd like to hear the story. Thank you. Thank you. Would you like Thank some you. music? I, I would like some music. Okay, so what can we give him? Soft but not interruptive. Aristotle, you want to do the kazoo in the background? Would you like Aristotle to do, do the kazoo? I would like the train whistle when I, I'm not talking and I need to fill up time. Okay, all right. So no music except the train whistle? No, no, music's good. Okay. But if I, like, pause okay. at any moment, if I, like, okay. don't stop, you know, if I keep going, then I, like, stop, like, now? No. Nope. To George That's Carlin, exactly this is what he's going to hear when we send him. going to send him here. You know what, Mr. Kalazi? Yeah. Eric Calver, actually, in the midst of some silliness, said some things I think he really felt about you. So he might come here to listen to it. So yeah. put some reverb in his voice, the repeating reverb. Like you're up at a podium, you want a music award, and you want to throw a little love. Or maybe you're just on the Todd Glass show, and you're throwing a little love to Mr. Kazi. But, but may pretend we're in front of like 5,000 people. Okay, and you want me to be genuine? Sure. You want me to be- I want to know about this guy. Okay. I want to know. I, uh, You know, Mr. Rogers' award goes out to people that make other people's lives breathe easier. So I want to know about this guy, Mr. Kalazi. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Right, you, got, you guys ready with the whistle? Yes. Okay. All right. You know, when I first started playing drums, I was really nervous to be there you know i i was young when he calls on you when he calls on you do you want him you want to call on them i'll call on them okay he'll call on now the train whistle is making me nervous you'll put your hand in the air when you want train whistle yeah okay go ahead you know mark was really a special guys i'm trying to talk come on guys don't be rude really you're gonna you're gonna hog the bit thank you you know, Mr. Claus, he really taught me a, music, me a lot. Shut the Guys, music come off. On, come shut on. the music off. Just you and me. Just, Tell me about yeah, Mr. Claus. Yeah, thank you. Back when I was in ninth grade. No, I just was, yourself. The real Eric Calvert. The real me? Yeah. The real me? Okay. Who was he? It's hard to shake out of a character, it's, isn't it's, it? You know, it's kind of hard to talk. I haven't it told is. anyone about this. <laughs> Wait, is it? <laughs> <laughs> right. You want to take a break? No, well, no, it's cool. No, no, I'm did you, you know going to go through. I'm what just grade were you in? I was in ninth grade. Was he a mu- and he was a music teacher? Music teacher. How many years did you have him? Four years. How old was he? Like, if you <laughs> had to guess. He? You know, if you had to guess, probably, 40, uh, 50? Like, mid-50s. Mid-50s. Yeah. And he still teaches music? Which means he was he probably 34. Probably 34. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's so true. And then he teaches, what grade are you in when you meet him? Ninth grade. Ninth grade. And, right. what, and go ahead. All right, here we go. I'm, all right, I think I'm ready to say this. You know, I, I, I picked up the snare drum and I, and I went out into Do the Do George Carlin, is this true? No. This uh, I want to hear the truth. <laughs> uh, I got you good, you fuck. I want to know the truth. I want to know about this guy. Uh, he, he motivated me uh, to play to the best of my ability. How? Just, just by, just by, by pushing, me pushing me to work as hard as I could and, and focus and practice. And, and it really it helped me a lot. When's the last time you reached out to him? I saw him a year ago. You saw him a year ago? Mm-hmm. You, I bet if he hears this, he'll know he has no idea how much you have affection for him. 
I think teachers need to know it. I think it's the best thing you could do is let teachers know. Like, I, I thought about it five years ago. I failed out of most classes, and I'm so thankful for all I learned. Failing! I learned a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even though I failed, still stuff stuck in my head that I needed to know when I thought I wasn't learning anything. So I go, even the teachers that might have looked at me and not what made them feel like, I really feel like I influenced that person's life. I think they feel like they tried, and they deserve credit for that. They, we did. We just didn't know what how he ticked or what was his holding them back, and they but they tried. But yeah, more than that, like still a lot of stuff stuck in my head. You know what? Yeah. Can, can I? Never mind. No, yeah, no, I was no, say, no, Eric. Come I was on. gonna say, you know, school's pretty structured one way, and not all kids learn that way. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're like me, you did have some. Uh, I'm dyslexic, so English was definitely hard for me. And then the other stuff, uh, I, I was bored. It's not that I didn't comprehend it or get it. It's just I felt bored ever. But but what if it's stuff you need to know? You pick it up. What you need to know, You're you right. Can I tell you something? What I learned about and what I should I wish I would have known in high school, but I figured it out in tenth grade. Thank God. That's why I whizzed through. Like I know this seems weird that I'm comparing it, but a lot of times when you're somewhere in the beginning of your career, like where you're going to go do something. You're doing, uh, you know, Roddy Dangerfield introduces five comedians and the producers are backstage. You're going to walk here and then you're going to... And I always get nervous because I can't remember shit. Mm -hmm. And then they go, you're going to walk there and then there'll be someone here. And then when that person comes out, you're going to hit your mark and then you're going to go out there. And then when we say goodnight, don't bring the mic back because you're going to wait because they're going to cut it and... And then I realized, just shut up and listen, but you don't have to remember one thing because someone's going to walk you through it. That night, just listen and pay attention. They're going to go go to there. There's going to be a person waving when you get off stage. Come over here. So I just stopped listening to when they were trying to tell me in the afternoon what I was going to do and realized. And I realized in life it's like that, too. Like, you know, I used to think when I was in fifth grade, sixth grade is going to be the real deal. You can't forget your pencil in sixth grade. (laughs) (laughs) I really did think that. Yeah, that's great. And then in seventh grade, I remember going into tenth grade, and I really thought, you really can't forget your pencil. That's how I looked at it. Like, you can't try it. And you know what I realized? You can forget your pencil forever. And people will help you. <laughs> and people will help you. So don't get so nervous if you... Thank you. Oh, come on, guys. That means a lot to me. It really does. It really does. I did much better in college than I did anywhere else because there... I found professors that had the leeway to not make me write the papers because if I went into their office hours and talked with them and they knew that I comprehended things, I just don't have a great ability to put it on paper. They're going to give me a pass. And some classes I failed because they were strict and dicks about it. Or or I knew at the very beginning they were going to be and I just dropped the class. I think you just sort of hit the nail on the head with probably what happened with me. I really don't believe any of my teachers in a dangerous way thought they passed me because uh, laziness. I think they knew he's okay. Yeah. He's okay. He'll learn. He's, he's got a problem there. He's smart there. As soon as he gets in there, he gets to decide what he wants to do. He's, he's fine. How about you, John? Any teachers you remember? Of course. Yeah, th- there was this really cool guy in elementary school, the art and teacher. Better be an Aussie or a Fiazzi or a... <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I'm, uh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this guy was really cool. His name was Mr. Brummel. And what was cool about him was well, he was just a real cool guy. He was uh, a great artist. But, I don't know, seven years later after me, my sister, and brother all had left that school, he like ran into my brother where he was working 
re- recognized him, asked how my sister and I was doing. Rem- how could you remember three kids from a million kids you've taught throughout your uh, career? That's insane. So he must have been a really cool guy. Yeah. You know what? I, I you know, so much relate with that from a story from my brother. Same thing. Like, and I, you know what? I think you'll appreciate what I'm saying. And I think there's a ton of teachers that do that. You're like, what? Because something happened with me and a teacher. And, and it, I've already told the story on the show. But I went, come on, I get it. People remember people. But I was so surprised. Like, and I'm like, you do that for a lot of kids, don't you? Like, I bet. And that makes it more special. It doesn't make me feel like, oh, oh, you do that for us. But they must just have all that stuff and so many brothers. And not only me, but she did. She remembered my brother. It's like, how do you remember? You had a brother, Michael or Spencer? You know? It's crazy. What was your teacher's name again? Brummel. Brummel? I mean, yeah. A man, I know. I should know, but I'm a guy, right? Yeah. And it was, uh, he always did this cool, uh, like, uh, school fair day or whatever it was. He'd always do this cool exhibit where you could go watch him like make a clay pot until it would fall over, and then you would just do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. That's great. How old do you think he was if you had to guess? Like Late you, 30s, early 40s. 21. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Probably. Late 40s. Because if you say 70, they're probably 38. But if you think you're 32, probably 22, like Andrea just graduated. <laughs> we used to go, Andrea, you wear that to school? <laughs> Uh, why we're talking about uh, Mr. Fiazzi, uh, I went to his, what John was saying reminded me of this. I just recently went to his Facebook page, and people would go, Hi, Mr. Fiazzi, I don't know if you remember me. And then I'd see his replies, and everyone, he'd be like, Of course, you were in my 102 class in Holmes Hall. How's your sister, or whatever. And he, he did that to almost everybody that commented. Yeah, it really is. I have great, like, a lot of good memories of teachers. And we've, I think we've talked about it on the show before. Aristotle, you got anybody? Oof. Of course uh, you do. Well, to George Carlin, I have a list. What uh, do you mean? That, you wrote like, them down? I didn't write them down, but, like, I remember almost all of them. Because they're all... I, I was a bit of a teacher's pet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh. Whoa. Teacher's pet. Whoa. Attendance, wow. I'm not dyslexic. Attention, attention. Would all the teachers' pets, all the teachers' pets, please line up. All the teachers' pets. Aristotle. Actually, it's the opposite. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Everything's great. My theory is, if you're getting bad grades, you got to befriend the teacher, so that way they're not always mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that could was be, always the case. But you, oh, so you were manipulative? Well, that no, well, like oh. I genuinely that thought of them smart. as friends, oh. but <laughs> it worked out that way. Like, so when I was late to class, they weren't like right. Awesome. But guess what? To, to befriend seat, them, it was more like a ha. <laughs> were, were there a lot of Aristotles at your school? No, I would, no. I would assume they would. There was just in the books. <laughs> yep, there was a lot of that. You'd come up in the book and everyone would stare at you like, oh. Wow. Come on. Go to fiazzi.com. You can see his artwork, and he wrote a book called The Void, a, a short story. Who? Uh, my teacher, it's Fiazzi. Your teacher. Mr. Fiazzi? F-I-A-Z-I. Go to fiazzi.com. Say it again. Fiazzi. Yours is Biazzi. Fiazzi. Fiazzi. Give me, here's a little reverb. We'll sing our teacher's names. We'll end with a drum and then a little bit of sax. Here we go. 
My favorite teacher that I remember was Miss Biazzi. Biazzi. Kalazi. Thank you. My favorite teacher was Miss Biazzi. Kalazi. Earl. Well, who needs a band with Vinny? Isn't he great? Play a Beatles song. And it's good. A yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. Oh, that was great, Vinny. You're so good. Can we hear another one from Vinny? Oh, sure. Do you know how to play it? A God of Vida? Here we go. Let's hear it. And a God of Can I ask you a question? I had post-its. Real quick, I'm just going to rattle them off. Mr. S, Mrs. S, Mr. Moran, Miss Moran. Oh, I like that you remembered. Start over. I want to give it, let's give it some nice music in the background and pay these teachers. Put a little reverb in your voice. I'm serious. I know what I'm doing. I'm not stupid. Mr. These Moran, Mr. Moran. Ho, 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 ho. We don't just plow past it. You know, we'd say, oh, what if you won an, an Academy Award or something? And they get, well, this is the Todd Glass Show. It's all I got. And on this platform, I want to say to these teachers that you matter. And maybe someone will send them here. That's true. Mr. Moran, Miss Moran, Miss Where's S. your reverb? Scott Moran. I, Scott Moran? Why can't you ever no. thank him? What did you, what did, why, <laughs> no. Why can't you be respectful to people that have helped me grow? Okay, so go ahead. You're at the podium in front of your college graduating class, and you wanted to list nope. some teachers, wherever you were at graduating, from <laughs> podcasters uh, Podcaster school, university, and you're thanking some of these teachers. Here's reverb in your voice to the point of absurdity of rebound. Mr. Moran. There we go. How's that? I'd like more. Hello? Okay, go ahead. Okay. Mr. Moran, Miss Moran, Mrs. S, Mr. Venti, Ms. Diaz, Miss G. Ryan, uh, Mr. Forgetting his name. Mr. Smedley on my end to give you a chance. Mr. John. Mr. Sanchez. Mrs. Bellet. Mrs. Worth. Mr. Villagomez. Mrs. Myers. Mr. Keezer. Mr. Smedley. Mr. McElroy. Mr. Weiss. I liked Mr. Cini a lot until I got older. I realized he was a dick. <laughs> Wait, Mr. Cini? Cini. Okay. Mr. Feeney. Mrs. Merriweather. Oh, she tried so hard. She practically did all my homework for me. But we were having a little bit of a hoo-ha. I was in second grade. Miss Montoya. Mr. Keezer. Mr. Matoshian. Mr. Chun. Mr. Brandon. These are teachers that I actually, you know, Mr. Lockery, and uh, who was our uh, principal in, in elementary school, but I thought he was a pretty cool guy. And you know what? Dr. Rittenmeyer, our principal in high school. Dr. Rittenmeyer, you know, he had a large presence. He walked around the hallway. I think he was around six foot eight. And he was a tall guy, but maybe not that tall, but he wore sunglasses and he was very tall. 
And whenever he walked by me in the hallway, he'd always go, Mr. Glass, is everything okay? Okay, is everything good? Like, he'd act nervous, like, everything, is everything up to your life? you're a loose cannon. Yeah, he just wanted to be nice. <laughs> but he kidding, he was doing, like, a bit. And, uh, and at the end of all his announcements, he would say, this is Mr. Lar- this is Mr. Dr. Rittenmeyer, have a large day. I like it, have a large day. Anybody else? We got time. The, the microphones are going to be open for about another 20 seconds. If there's a teacher. I had Mr. Johns in middle school. He let me be funny. He would stop everything. If I was on a roll, he would encourage it. He also was my driver instructor. I wish I remember his first name, but Mr. Johns from Eagle Middle School. All the love goes that way. Mr. Arsenal. Who? Mr. Arsenal. Mr. Arsenal, what did he do? He's a music teacher, too. Wow. Is he, is he, was he teaching still? Why don't you send him 50 bucks? I will. Thank you. I own 50 Don't be bucks. cheap. All right, everybody. Wait, you owe me 50 Vinny, take it home. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> that was fun. Hope those teachers listen. I hope I didn't forget. I know I forgot somebody. I hate it. Mr. Something. There's a, a, a weird story that I forgot about until like last year. Say there's a weird story one more time and play some soap opera music and we'll edit out me giving the advice to do it. But in, you think you're going to think it's soap opera. Soap opera. I know. I say soap. What did I say? You said soap opera. I know. I used to think. Oh, it's. I used to. Yeah. I used to and I still <laughs> do. Okay. So go ahead. Say it again. Here's a weird story. <laughs> It's now time for Weird Stories with Aristotle. Just a funny coincidence. Uh, I was in high school. We were in a computer lab, and I was fucking around on GarageBand when we were supposed to be like researching colleges and stuff. And so I was recording my voice and doing funny effects on it with auto-tune and stuff, as was the time. And the, my teacher, Mr. Via Gomez, walked past. I was like, Aristotle, what are you doing? And I was like, ah, I'm nothing. I'm playing with GarageBand. I was like, wait, do you know how to use this? I was like... Uh, not entirely, but yes, mostly. Like, cause I've been wanting to do a podcast for the high school. Do you want, like, can you help with this? Whoa. And I was like, hell yeah, I can help with this. And we never, we just never did it. It never happened. But this was way before I ever knew. And well, look at me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a great. And so, so he. What year was this? About. Two thousand eight, seven. Wow. If he wanted to do a podcast now, would you do it? Of course you would. You, I think you owe it to <laughs> him to yes. call him and just say, hey, if you ever want to do one, I'll record. <laughs> he probably knows how now. I want to talk about a cat. A cool cat? Let's talk about a dog in our lives that really influenced our lives. A dog or a cat? A dog or, or a cat. Both. Or both. What Neither. if it was a lizard? Where are you going, John? I'm go pee. Oh, I love it. Hey. Have you been to Levitt's? Have you been to Levitt's? <laughs> no, be honest. Don't make a joke about it. Have you been to Levitt's? No, no, I've never. Wait, what are you talking Have you been to Levitt's? What? What is it? Have you been to Levitt's? No, I haven't. Oh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Let's go tonight. Go to the bathroom, and you'll come back. We'll pass this fresh air around, and we'll uh, come back, and we're going to talk about dogs that have changed our lives. Now... You know, I know a friend of mine, his dog, he lo- his dog's name was Blizzard, but uh, that dog was great, but we can't get into it. DQ Blizzard? Yeah, named after a DQ Blizzard. They, well, the mom wanted to name him Mr. Misty. 
Anybody? I, feel like that, I feel like that was inside baseball with your DQ knowledge. No. Mr. Misty, you don't know. That used to be a thing. Whoa. Mr. Misty was like a Slurpee at, at DQ. We're not recording, right? Oh, yeah. We are. Oh, we are? I, I, what? <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say? Did I say anything bad? Mr. No. Misty. Mr. Misty was a Dairy Queen. It was like an icy Slurpee. So you would take a cup and you'd put vanilla ice cream up the side and then make a little scoop at the top, like for a root beer float. But then you would fill it with cherry Mr. Misty or grape Mr. Misty. It was pretty good because you could take some of the crunchy Mr. Misty along with the vanilla, creamy vanilla and... It was, was good. It, was it like a slushy? What, uh, what, what was the Mr. Misty? <sighs> because you you went. It sounded like ice cream. Then it sounded like soda. It's, and then it's, it's both. And then you said crunchy. No, Mr. it's Misty? picture. I'm looking it up. Picture. Okay, it's not like a Slurpee from Seven Eleven. The consistency the same. It's more like an icy. Well, no, it's more like a. It's like a soft it's, serve. It's like a. It was a little crunchier than a Slurpee. But anyway, and ver- and and very and but cr- Are you like, saying Slurpee, Slurpee from McDonald's. <laughs> I mean from Seven Eleven. Am I talking like a crazy person or am I making a sense? A little bit. What do you call a Slurpee from McDonald's? <laughs> uh, what is it? A Slurpee? A Slurpee? A Slurpee? Slurpee? Okay, I mean Slurpee. I mean you can't laugh at me. I'm gonna get insecure. No, own- it's great. It's I perfect. know. I'm adorable. I, I I'm just <laughs> learning Philadelphia accents. No, That's there's all. no accents. I'm saying it wrong. I can't put this on Philadelphia. They're gonna kill me. It's Slurpee. We know it's Slurpee. I just said Slurpee because I, you know, I'm high. But they sell Slurpees at McDonald's. No, they don't. Slurpee I'm not at stupid. 7-11. Listen, they have Slurpees at 7-Eleven. And I know it for years. I'd go in there and get those delicious cherry. You know, I think... Rolling over the land. It's the Mr. Misty from Dairy Queen. Oh, my God. The Mr. Misty Freeze and the Mr. Misty Float in a rainbow of favorite flavors. Refresh yourself with mist from the land. Hey, go refresh yourself. Can I tell you something? You should all go fuck yourselves. That when that played out, you're like, wow, that was really a thing. That, was real. that wasn't just a commercial. That was like, this that must life. be delicious. It was life. Yeah, it good. Uh, Mr. Misty was pretty good, and you could get like cherry or blueberry. Or, and I'd always put a lot of ice cream in because I knew people wanted a lot. You want to get a lot of vanilla custard oh, yeah. with a little bit of the crunchy Mr. Misty. I bet we could put together a campaign to have Dairy Queen give you a franchise. Wow. Because I really believe in the product. You know, before I did comedy, I was going to own a Dairy Queen. That's what my parents thought. He'll own it. Because I worked at one. I got it. I was good with customers. You've mentioned them enough times that that's the least they can do. I know. I even the Dairy King. And I would not sell hot dogs illegally, and I don't want to call out the people I know that are doing it. They're not a brazier, but they're selling those hot dogs. No, in all seriousness, let them sell the hot dogs. Tweet at Dairy Queen. Franchise Todd Glass. Yeah, I think it could be great. Oh, would my Dairy Queen be great? Wow. He's, we lost him because he's imagining <laughs> his Dairy Queen. I am. I was, <laughs> I was trying to go, don't hurry. It's your fantasy, so make it perfect. Can I tell you something? No, enough with that. So, Mr. Buster Tweet Bars. Him. Mr. Buster Bars. No, just Buster Bars. There's no Mr. Buster Bars. Three when I worked at Dairy Queen, I called it a Mr. Buster Bar. my father. Thank you. <laughs> So dogs, do we take a break? No. What did we do? Who? Oh, well, you did. How'd you pee pee? 
Oh, dude, uh, thanks for asking. How was it? Is it a good PP? You feel like you had to go more than you thought? Or? Yeah, actually, I've been drinking a lot of water lately, so, I mean, it's my pees have been a lot longer. And you're also come back more relaxed. Oh, yeah, like, I, my, it's kind of, like, hurting my bladder, so now I it's know. not hurting anymore. I just pissed in my pants. Oh, you could have peed. I'm like Andy Fresco. He yeah, pisses you, his pants? Did you hear the message that his uh, manager? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this made me laugh so hard. <laughs> this is really Andy Fresco's manager. Hey, it's Schwartz. Listen, this is not a joke. Uh, you're growing. You're having bigger crowds. Your name is out there. Your profile's growing. You're visible. And I'm, this is not a joke. And I know I'm leaving a message, and I'm sure you're going to put it on your podcast, and that's fine. But you cannot do drugs on stage. You cannot ask for drugs and then do them on stage. I'm telling you, Andy, you're going to get arrested, and you're not going to be able to go to Japan or even Canada or China, or any, no more Macau, big money gig on New Year's, say goodbye to all of it. I'm not joking. Don't ask the audience for drugs, you're not the far side, and don't do them on stage. Talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Don't give Frasco drugs. Take two. <laughs> don't give Frasco drugs. Love it. And from the first time he asked the crowd for mushrooms, <laughs> they put him on the keyboard, and Schwartz found out. <laughs> and by the tenth time now he asked for cocaine. Half Lighter. ounce on the keyboard. Wow, that's a lot. Now the cops found out. Oh no. Andy Fresco, pull your Mercedes Sprinter over. Don't give Fresco drugs. Don't give Fresco drugs. This is the Los Angeles Police Department. Pull your Mercedes Sprinter over. This is the Los Angeles Police Department. Hanging out the window. We know it's you, Andy Fresco. Andy Fresco, pull your Mercedes Sprinter van to the side of the road. You know why I do it? Because I hope he listens. You have to think how hard he's, that would be funny for him to hear that. No one thought about that but me. And that's why you get paid the big. That's bucks. why I get paid the big bucks. Eric, how was your experience at the Andy Fresco show? You were also there, Eric Calver. Oh yeah. Oh, I <laughs> really, really enjoyed that show. That was a lot of fun. It was crazy, right? It was the best. I loved the horror. <laughs> I loved all the dancing. Oh, yeah. I loved how everyone switched instruments. 
uh, and they all sounded very good on each other's instruments. I thought, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> except for that one, like the, f- the first they first listened. rotation was good. Uh, well, didn't he the flip second, it? He flipped, he flipped it quickly. It. I could have done without the fist fighting. Oh, I love the fist fighting. <laughs> what fist fighting? Him and the trombone. Oh, they were really mad they at they each went other. At it. No, we we don't know that this part of the show. <laughs> Can I tell you something that I saw Andy Fresco do that I want to do? When he jumps up on that trombone player and it's nothing, he just keeps playing. And then Andy runs up behind like a spider monkey. And he jumps up on him, and the guy just keeps playing like it's nothing. Oh, I, I want to jump up on somebody. Let's try. Don't look at let's me. Let's do it right now. Well, no, it's got to be someone that's you know that guy's eight foot tall. Yeah, that's why Andy's I said, not, don't look at me. Andy's nothing hurt. to him. He's just such a he's like a big monster. Come on, I could take you. <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? How much fun it must have been like when you're a little kid. You can do that. You can go rah in one of your uncles or your dad. I don't get to do that anyway. I'm not complaining. All right, listen. We're gonna talk about dogs. Yes, we are. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. Let's take a deep breath. Why am I? Shh. Everybody, calm down. Calm down. I don't. I'm not. I'm afraid. To, I'm afraid to let Eric start because he he blames me for his dog's death. He never wanted to tell me. I didn't say it was no, your I know, fault. You did, I but said wasn't there a joke? You went ha ha. <laughs> there was never a bit about that, right? Because I oh, because I told you to get your dog a home if it meant you couldn't move to LA. So when you So I did. No, you <laughs> She's so in when, heaven now. When you called me, I felt like, "Oh, I don't I didn't want this to happen." And one day you go, "Well, you're happy now. You got what you wanted." Yeah, I just got uh today a Facebook reminder that was a picture of her from 7 years ago, and it's still a little hard. I know. Dogs that only brought love into your life. Let me tell you something. I have some from 35 years ago, and it always warms my heart. And it's just like... But uh, the silver lining in that is I was working a job that I didn't like, and I didn't have much of a social life because I was okay with that. I had my dog. I'd go home. I'd smoke pot. We'd wrestle around. I'd watch TV, and I was content to be in Boise to do something I wasn't completely happy with because you know she was in my life yeah. it was a little bit easier so when she died I couldn't be in that house anymore I couldn't work that job anymore and I came to California and now I'm here I'm doing this I have my son you know he wouldn't be here if unfortunately my dog didn't pass How is so. bro- keep, it, keep the dog away from Eric's kid seriously yeah, I'm not. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Get the dog. Dogs. Get the hold. It's, I know he does, but this dog. Get the Eric's son Rock, sound asleep. Rocky, put your hand out. Rocky, put your hand out. Let him sniff you a little. Oh. Rocky, let him sniff your hand a little. Wait. Oh my God! It, it looks like he's aggressive, but he's no, licking him as he barks. Oh, he likes it. Did you have a dog? I did. And I'll go next. Then Aristotle. Then you. So did you? Oh yeah. By the way, I want all my condolences go cool. to your dog. I don't want you to ever feel I'm happy. I live every day with the pain. You don't know what I lived through because I always felt guilty. You know, you shouldn't. I think it's okay. Because I wanted you to not have the dog, but I didn't want it to die. Yeah, I know. It's okay. I wanted it to Hey, you said get rid of her. I did. I said kill her. What? (laughs) I did. I never wanted you to know. I said, God damn it, stab that dog in the head. Just get rid of it. And then when you did, oops. Is this bit, what is my comedy? 
when Vinny leaves, you're scared. Oh, he's going to get water. You having trouble staying hydrated? Whoever left the Todd Glass show to get water? Can you get me a Reese's cup? Let me continue the show. Oh, yeah, your dog? Uh, I should pass. Why? Because I only had one dog growing up, and uh, you know how dogs are, like, very... He just wasn't nice to me. He wasn't nice to you. Well, can I tell you something? Any conversation go anyway at once, I'll interject, and you might want to finish your story. You might not. We had to put a dog to sleep, Josh, who I adore, but he got aggressive, and he started to be... And I remember my parents had to put him to sleep. And they told me I would go for him under the bed when he went to the bathroom in the house. And when I went to get him, he would bite me. But we ignored it for a while. I think we realized this once before that uh, dog stories aren't fun unless that dog is, you know, you still have that dog. Oh, no. Or you loved it. It can be dead. I have stories about dogs that are dead. All my stories were going to be about dead dogs tonight. I mean, it's not fun. No, no, it's not fun, but it's a good memory. Like, we just told a story about a teacher or something. It's like, it, it really influences your life. A dog can really influence your life in a, in a And good I really wanted you to kill that teacher. <laughs> what teacher? <laughs> what teacher? Uh, Biazzi. Mrs. Biazzi? Um, but we have had this happen. But you know what I think it is? I don't, it, it can be a fun story or a sad story. Unless people well, don't want to tell. You used, used to ask about fun dog stories, but they were always about dead dogs. Yeah. But I always, I always think that's not good. But like, I don't like that my dad died. But I don't get depressed telling stories about him. How is he, by the way? That's all I'm saying. (laughs) It's like to me, (laughs) he's still dead. (laughs) Like it doesn't depress me to tell stories about my dad. It actually makes me happy. I can, I can laugh at myself about one story here. Uh, There was one time we were all hanging out in the backyard, and he just straight up just peed on me, right on my leg. You're right, he was mean. Yeah. <laughs> that is a mean dog. <laughs> okay, Caius, male, he was a male, of course, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, it's like I was the youngest and he was always trying to show more dominance. Did uh and you said this was the only dog you've ever had. Right. Have you ever had any urge to try it again? Oh yeah, I wanna start from scratch, like get a puppy yeah. and stuff. I, I think it'd be That's a lot of great. fun. Yeah. See, look at John. He doesn't hold grudges. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm writing a book. No, I had a, a male dog pee on me once. And let me tell you something. It's it a hot. very dis- I got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> no, the dog peed. All I remember is the dog peed on my leg. Then I was like. I think um, I'm into this. So, uh, but it, it's very. <laughs> the smell is is so vile. Because it's a territorial pee. Mm-hmm. It made me. You know, I punched the dog in the face. No, I did. To George Carr, and I did. Before he peed on me. I peed on me. Oh, no wonder he peed on me. I never looked at it from that perspective. Thank you. I'll tell you what the little thing was saying. My sister, she ain't too good either. My brother, she ain't from Florida with a rake in his hand. (laughs) (laughs) My neighbor, oh, a guy's got cookies all over the place. Anybody want to take a chance of doing this? All you got to do is talk like this, say a few words at a time, and Eric gives you a rim shot. Anything from you, John? Hey, the dog peed on my leg. (laughs) Hey, how you doing, Eric? Uh, pass. Pass. I'll tell you, my mother, she's not too good either, but my sister came up, bro. I'll tell you, my sister, she would walk around with the mole. And my brother, he's not too good either. My brother walking with a candidate. My sister had a chocolate piece of pie. I'll tell you, my sister had purple hair. <laughs> I'll tell you, that's not too late either. My, my sister-in-law walked out of the thing. I said, with the barn, I said, with the chickens hatch. 
We're done. Are we? What about your dog story? I had a dog that worked to support, <laughs> went to work to support. Uh, That's a class of dog, a working dog, right? Worked, <laughs> dog worked. Our dog seriously had a job at a Wawa in Philadelphia because my parents both died on a cruise. <laughs> this is true. a true story. The Cheesecake Factory cruise? It was a Cheesecake Factory they cruise, and death. they <laughs> ate themselves to death in the pool of cheese whiz. And my dad well, they jumped, technically drowned. My, they technically <laughs> drowned is what it says in the coroner's report. My dad jumped into the... This is a true... And uh, we had a golden retriever at the time named Harry and a standard poodle named Billy. And all I remember is my parents didn't come home. And somehow I felt like... Because I was at... Maybe I was uh, five at the time when this happened. And I... Th- felt in a weird way like the dogs took control like for some reason i remember thinking oh okay well they're pushing us over here or they're and then i remember one of them and i'm i was smart enough to know i was five like i'm like i think they got a job because <laughs> the one had a truck with the name of the company on it and it would park in the and and they would bring food home and drive you to school they would drive yeah well i remember we had a teacher parent conference and the uh, the dog. Did I mention the, do- the type the of dog it was? The dogs would stand on top of each other's shoulders with a trench coat. With a trench coat. This and the it. teacher said, "Todd, is your mom a dog?" And you said, "Well, you're no Pete yourself." Yeah, yeah. To get it out of it, I get out of it. She goes, "Your mom a dog," and I went, "How dare you? You're no Pete yourself, you bitch!" <laughs> Boom. Like the female dog. So. Uh, I think I went somewhere where I don't usually go. I really my improv. I really let myself. Flow, and I—that's why I write write my second book. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what? What was it again? Uh, he doesn't hold grudges. Was his first book, and that was the second one. <laughs> You're improv with the flow. Don't what? Going with the flow. Going with the flow. <laughs> I tell you what, I make a competition the rest of the night. Anytime anybody can say that was my first book or that was my whatever, that was my first country hit. It's a free range the rest of the show. Jam it in as much as you can. That, that was, was my, my first, first rap <laughs> song. <laughs> Jam it in as much as you can. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it, Aristotle. You fuck. <laughs> um, I don't. I, hey, uh, I don't mean to interject. No, interject all you want. The new way I have my show, in case you haven't noticed, freeform. We all have pants off. That was the name of my first channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, he's really going for it. We, I'm tired of being in a hurry. I, you know, if I have to prove it, wow. I just lowered the lights as much as I can lower them. You want them off? Well, I, I'm just uh, confused at what energy we should have because you said, that's it, we're done, and then you said, keep doing that for the rest of the night. That was my first book. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I thought that everybody else was done. I got paranoid. Oh, no. No, No, Let's start the show. Isn't that good? Uh, To George Carlin. Oh, we're starting the show? To George Carlin. I can't get enough. I love it. To George Carlin. I've never been happier. Todd, 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 Todd,
Nicholson. Yeah. John Van Wagner. Vinny on sax. Show, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from the carriage house at Casa Ellesmere. This is like a compound that Elvis used to have. Here we go. We bring the music down, 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 down. We bring the music down. We bring the music down. Gathering in the show. I will tell you something, Eric, and I think it I will tell you something, Eric. I really, to George Carlin, thought everybody was tired, so I was going to wrap it up. But now... We're just getting started. We're just getting started. All right. The Togless Show in your face, America. Now we're back. So here's some bits we can do. Let me get off the PA mic. Uh, the thing I was going to interject with if at some point during the night, since I have you all here, could I run some new jokes by you guys? Oh, that was my yes, first yes, part. Next part. That's our next segment. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's time now. Can we get some intro music for John Brand Wagner, who is going to our new segment called You Don't Know How Bad We Need the Bit. They're like, oh, I hope there's only time, but we're like, it's time right now. Ladies and gentlemen, every so often on the show, a comedian likes to get up on stage and try some of their material. We always hope it's a safe environment where they can try new ideas out. And so in George the George Carlin, dude, I want honest feedback. He wants honest feedback. So in the Todd Glass Wayne Newton studio, against these beautiful, beautiful red thick velvet drapes, Eric on drums, John Brad Wine is going to take the stage and do some of his new jokes. Tonight, assisting John Brand Wagner as the backup band on the beautiful saxophone is always Vincent Hahukashmuku. And left the room is Aaron Simon, who usually plays the ratchet. All right, John. John Brand Wagner, everybody. So it sounds it's like we're at a comedy club. Right, I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna come out. All right. Oh, you want me to introduce you? Like I'm the host of the show. Yeah, please. Okay. I'll, I, oh, I'm nervous now. So I'm, you mean it's like my night, but I'm, I have, I take all the comedians I want on. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> okay, I really wouldn't do this. But I'm tempted. Well, we thank you for coming out tonight. Uh, I have five very funny comedians that make me laugh every time I see them. So I'm glad you're here tonight. I'm glad everybody's seated. Always know when you come to a talk less show, I can't tell you what the comedians are going to be, but I can tell you I always do seated rooms. No one wants to stand. No offense, but I always give you a seat. Maybe I have five or six people standing. There's not 30 people standing. No, it's a seated thing. Whenever you come to my shows, it'll look just like it does right now, no matter where I'm doing them. It's a seated thing. Soak in what's going to be up there on that stage. And tonight will be no different. So please welcome the very funny John Braille Wagner. Yeah! Yeah, John! Hey, hey! Y'all yeah. crazy as fuck like me? Rhetorical question. You're not really here right now. <laughs> These are... <laughs> 
These are the top three things I'm not good at. Number one, numbers. Number six, making lists. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, God. That makes me... Can I tell you how I know a joke's good? If I go, fuck, I want to do that on stage. <laughs> With the band behind you, I'll tell you three things I'm not good at. One, number two, making lists. All right, I'm sorry to mean to interrupt, sir. I, I could be one of those audience members. Like, I like the show, but you still can't yell out, so I apologize. Brains are weird. <laughs> He's right. I was laying in bed, and the, the blankets were really tight, and I was like, ooh, this is really comfy. And then I had another thought that said, what, you're not claustrophobic? Well, now I am. <laughs> I've been getting really into jamming. Uh, me and my three friends, we get into my mom's garage and we just jam all night. Strawberry, grape, apricot. It's fucking rock and roll, the cops are called. All right, <laughs> no, you're good. Everything's fine. Vinny, can you assist him while he's having thoughts on your trumpet or your violin, <laughs> whatever you play, your saxophone? He's uh, slurping down drinks over there. He really pays a price for the spontaneity of this show because he's an alcoholic, and his family's told me, but I'm not going to interrupt the show. <laughs> Someone told me they, they read an article saying that flossing isn't important. I asked, where'd you read that? Whatever helps you sleep at night weekly? <laughs> 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 Science says people, people's taste buds change when they get older. It's true in my case. The older I get, my favorite food is free. I'm serious. I'm not enjoying it. I got, I got something. Can I make a suggestion? Please. I think the last one we could have done better for you. Can you tell the last joke again and we'll try to score it better? Because it's our job too. You have great jokes. We should match it with good scoring. We shouldn't sit here on our asses thinking that the responsibility isn't ours to come up with a clever sound, grab an instrument, and make the joke work. I've had this problem in my act. <laughs> so here we go. You're the last one again. I forgot how I'm playing. Oh, uh, you'll remember. That's easy for me to say. <laughs> 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 all on you. Oh, you'll remember. Well, come on. Nobody remembers the last joke. <laughs> well, now they're all starting to like, wait, was that the last one? No, or was that two jokes ago? Was a wait. Joke. They're all funny jokes. No, no, I know, but the last about one. sleeping at night. Oh, uh, it was uh, Taste Buds. <laughs> when, uh, okay, oh, yeah, so yeah. do it again, <laughs> then we'll score it. Here we go. Try your hardest, everybody. Science says when you get older, your taste buds change, and uh, it's true. The older I get, my favorite food is free. Don't make a meal out of it. I do have to think that that way was better. 
Hyperstension. Sounds cool. Hurts like hell. <laughs> if it wasn't for Pornhub, I wouldn't know how to spell compilation. I set reminders on my phones just so it looks like I get more texts than I really do. <laughs> Take your time. You're in a great, you know, well, you're thinking we're just sitting here enjoying ourselves. Vinny, would you like a solo? How about Andy Fresco's manager calling? Oh, gosh. You better so start... Hey, let me tell you something about Fresco. He better watch himself. He's been Fresco. very supportive of my podcast. Really? Isn't that, yeah, isn't that cool? I appreciate it. Nothing burger. Thank you, Andy. Fresco, more like Fresco. <laughs> yeah, more like, more like when you need a refreshing treat. Oh. Let me tell you this. I've decided... <laughs> who said, oh, I loved it. Vinny, was that you? Okay. I want to talk to your parents. Um, when uh, both of us have showed the same amount of not letting trying to do the show together die. Like, I could tell when somebody else wants to do it as much as you. And I'm matching it because I do want to do it. So right now I left it as to him, what if we did it three nights in one place in L.A.? And I'm willing, because it's easier to me have all you guys, because I want, that's what's going to make the band great, putting like, Seven, eight, nine of you guys. We can all do the road, but it, but then I have to pay for airfare. And if he comes here, I'm going to say, I, all I want to do is pay everybody. I don't need any other money but to pay the band. That you can have ninety percent, whatever it costs me to pay the band. Then you take the rest because it might be easier to get you guys here than for me to start getting everybody somewhere else, especially because he's from here. And so that's and we we did both think it was a good idea to do th the same show in one place three nights in a row. Let the word get out, like let it be great. And someone goes, oh, you got to go. It's so much fun. You heard it here first, folks. And Get the word out. And we're not set up for one night. I love setting up and doing a second night. Oh, that's I'd you know. And then the third night, you're like, really? It's just a well-oiled machine. So, so I'm, if you want to promote it, Frasco in a glass. Frasco in a glass. Wow. Oh, sorry, sir. Have you did that help you? I, I did more of a spoken word. <laughs> well, I think well. I only have just one more thing here. It's uh, less of a one-liner, more of a little, you know, story. More of a little story. Yeah, my friends and I, we all went to Mexico, and we were obnoxious the whole time. We kept yelling that line from Super Troopers at the top of our lungs. You boys like Mexico? But uh, at one point, we're getting into the elevator, and. Uh, Two other people got in the elevator behind us, and we didn't realize that we. Someone, one of my friends, yelled it. We turned around, there they were. And we're like, well, "Do you guys like Mexico?" And they're like, "Yeah. Do you know what's really cool? You can murder here." <laughs> and I said to him, "Sir, that's the worst thing you can tell anyone in, in an elevator." <laughs> but of course, the rest of the week, we're just yelling at the top of our lungs, "You boys like murder!" <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it, folks. We don't do those shows where they think, oh, we can fool them. Our applause means something on the Todd Glass show. It's like there's something going on. People feel it. They feel it. 
You know when shows think, oh, three of us can applaud? Oh, that'll be exciting. Three of us Woo! will give a half-assed applaud. Yeah. John Brian Wagner, everybody. Here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about some issues. I talk about the issues you care about. John, it was funny. And that really happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. I admit oh, that man. is a weird thing to say to someone. Yeah. It's a great way to get people to like not talk to you, though. Well, I think that's <laughs> what they were trying to do. They were like, these guys are assholes. I'm going to say something that's really going to throw them off. And I was honest to him, and he was he was not expecting for me to retort with such a quick and honest answer. I think this is funny. If someone goes, oh, you seem like a nice guy, you can take it away immediately by going, so did Ted Bundy. <laughs> 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 One of my favorite uh, Dimitri Martin jokes is like uh, somebody came up to me and said, "Hey," and I turned around and said, "Hey." I'm butchering this, by the way. It's not exact words. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were someone else. I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like waving at someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's. Sorry, someone um, did Andy Fresco leave me a message? Wow. It's Brasco. Oh, okay. This is an old one. Ten hours away from fucking St. Louis. Um, trying to figure out if I should. I'll probably just like you know, four hours of the driving for like I'm by myself driving like fifteen hours today or ten hours today or whatever. So, so I'm thinking of uh, stopping in Columbus, sleeping in Columbus tonight, and then I will get to you. Tomorrow, I just want to see what time your shows are at, so I can make them. Uh, so we, that already happened. Whoa. Hold on, don't Thanks, go. Thanks, guys, anymore. for letting me tell jokes. You guys are very. You guys are a great audience. You know what? You were you were uh, great. What? You want another one? All right. <laughs> sure, go back up. Sure. I got nothing but time on my hands. I stopped hurrying three years ago on this podcast. I used to hurry. Oh, I got to hurry for what? Well, I mean, to it's wish about time you caught up on that hurry. Thank you. I'm trying. So I'm trying to slow down extra. Eric. Yeah. Don't oh, worry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's all right. Look, is there anything you guys? If there's any suggestions you have for my show? I take them now. So don't be like late driving home. Guy, I wish I could have told time. I wish there were more drums. You wish there were more drums? <laughs> Why don't you go back over there? Oh, I got you good. You. Oh, that hurt. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I. No, I don't. I don't like bits. I don't like bits. Once they're Tell meaner. Them you're sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> See, I'll, I'll I just slide. think I just think uh, that's why I'm writing a book. That's why I'm writing a book. Paul. <laughs> you know, what? during during that song, it made me think one day I'm gonna have to write a tell-all book behind the scenes of the Todd Glass show, and it's gonna be called Behind the Glass. Wow, oh. but, but there's nothing that bad. I, I know, <laughs> but uh, read the book. There isn't. <laughs> oh, wait, sh- I mean, uh, of course, there's stuff. About some of the well, salacious just, romances <laughs> that no one ever knew about. <laughs> Sure, I have to make it steamy because I don't want to make my story seem bland. No, I mean, well, because I'm always sitting behind stuff. this glass, and your name is Todd Glass. I know, and there just has Aristotle, to be a book called Behind the Glass. Paint uh. me, paint me a little more druggy than I am. I want to match Frasco. Like, oh, he was in here some nights. That match Fra- You're way worse than Frasco. Thank That's you. how it's gonna seem in the book. Thank you. Frasco was a butterfly compared to Glass. No matter of fact. Uh, there is a, a message. Uh, I mean, I'm, I do. Like Aristotle, you just said. I mean, I'm the one. I do drugs. <laughs> to, to, to insinuate. Oh, we have a message my manager left for me. It's, I, my manager wishes. I was like Andy Fresco. You who I smoked a, a marijuana cigarette. You who. My manager. Play my manager's message. 
God, it's Alex. This is a serious message. This is real. I swear to God. I know you're probably going to play it on your podcast. That's okay, but you cannot do coke off a hooker's ass on stage. You just can't do that. You'll get banned from Cleveland. <laughs> you're, trying to take, you're trying to take it into my comedy world, right? Todd. Here, let me have the phone. Todd, if you're going to tell people that to throw out their pot and you have trash cans in your merch area, they know what you're doing. You can't tell people, Todd, to bring up the pot and the coke and the drugs and the LSD and the acid. All you can't mean. be doing all that at once. Can't you be like Frasco and just smoke a little pot cigarette and act like you're a rebel? You have to do what you do. Why did you have to shove a pound of cocaine in your tuchus? Your cocaine up your ass. Because it, oh, you're killing me. Why can't you be like Fresco, a little gentle butterfly? I'm not. I don't know if that bit was good or bad, but I did lose myself in it. So I guess I I'm identify <laughs> as the Fonz. I'm asexual. <laughs> in the. <laughs> In the first Star Wars, everyone wonders who shot first, Solo or Greedo. Uh, of course it's Solo. It's Star Wars, not Star Business. <laughs> I'm going to make my mark on this world. And after that, I'm going to make a Larry and a Susan. Okay. Tag that bit. Tag that bit. Tag that bit. Tag that bit. I didn't write it down if there was. No one should have the problems that I'm having. As John's performing, and by the way, John, A++ for seamlessly coming back in like I asked you. I never know when I'm being racist. Like, for instance, right now. Everything makes sense if you advert your eyes and don't really think about it. <laughs> hey, 1930s, you think your depression's so great? A <laughs> hundred thousand hours, you become a master at any one thing you've been working. I've been alive for 22,776,000 hours. And I, I'm still getting my shit together. All right, we're not telling that one. Those undercooked pizza rolls at 4 a.m. were a bad idea. This, this is my impression of a bear who hears about honey glazed salmon. Someone asked me what kind of chapstick I had. I replied, that's none of your bird's beeswax. <laughs> 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 
This march, I'm holding a march to celebrate all the marches we've had this year. I'm calling it the March, March, March. <laughs> this is my impression of a hangman's first day. Here, let me show you the ropes. <laughs> all right, I think it should end on that. That was a good... Good laugh. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. If you want me to sing, I will. <laughs> With how long have we gone on this after show? How long do you think we've uh, gone on this oh, after show? Ooh, can't oh, we wow. put the picture of Rocky giggling with his legs on the show page? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, so all right, so uh, so it's not up there now, but uh, by the time you see, okay, it will be by the time this episode drops. Okay, there's a video of uh, of Rocky giggling. What word is it? That he learned the word dinner for the first <laughs> time. He says dinner, but. Uh, when he said it, it was cute, so he got a laugh, and because he got a laugh, he didn't stop saying it. How old is he? He's 16 months. And there's no doubt that he knows that the word is getting a laugh. Yeah. That's what, no doubt what he, what understanding or why or what a level, but he knows because he says it, they laugh, and he just can't get enough of it, and he's just just believe it. His little legs start kicking back and forth. It's so it's so adorable. It's a bit. He does bits. He he he'll do this thing where he giggles because he looks away from me, like he thinks that it's so long that I quit paying attention so that he could turn around real fast and make me laugh. <laughs> it's great. It's crazy. I know it is. Because like it's just the, sometimes the simplest thing that you realize they're turning into little like a little big people. Yeah. You know, you're like I I. I probably the best time is that I can remember my nieces and nephews is when I was able to have a conversation with them. And that was like sooner than I thought. Could you imagine thinking that Peekaboo was so funny that you kick your legs as fast as you can because you <laughs> can't don't, get enough of it? Yeah, it's, it's you can't best. get enough of it. You know what? I still do Peekaboo with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> we should do this every year. Let's do those. Oh, no, this is so much fun, guys. I really do think we should. I, I honestly, guys, your friendship really. <laughs> no, no, you might make a joke, but this does mean the world to me. Let's do this. They say if you're having fun, Santa. No, you guys mean the world to me. Man, did you guys hear about this cathedral? It's really. <laughs> What's the deal with bed sheets? <laughs> I've never had so much sex in a. <laughs> How long have we been going? How long, How long do you long? think we've been going? How long? Okay, I going. love guessing. An hour and a half. No, an hour. An hour. How long is the Todd Glass after show? Hour 48. Well, that's part of the show itself. On this episode of the show, we'll figure out how long has the show been going. I know Ooh. I'm close because Aristotle's smiling. Let's do a lightning round. Pull, pull, people, pull <laughs> people through it quick. How long do you think the show's been going? You have three seconds. Hour and five. How long do you think the show's been going? Pass. Vin, Vinny passes. <laughs> how long do you think it's Hour been going? Hour 48. How long do you think the after show, just the after show? Uh, Aaron Simon. Ninety minutes. Are you, Aristotle, are you listening to what everybody says? Ninety minutes from Aristotle. Vinny, how many minutes? 
88 minutes, asshole. Uh, Eric. I think he said 98. Oh, he said 98. I apologize. Hour and five. Eric Olsen. I'm going to say 53 minutes. An hour and 23 minutes and 25 seconds. The winner. The winner is Jean Brand Wagner. Well, he's sitting right next to you. God bless John Brand Wagner. A man I that I know. He's so funny. May I get some reverb in my voice? It's John Brand Wagner. It's John Brand Wagner. It's the Todd Glass Show, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. They begin so lonely. Here we go. Ended up with only you. Here we go, everybody. You know the words. Warm, touching, warm, reaching out, touching me. I'm going right. Oh, now the music's back. I know. That happened 30 seconds yeah, ago. I went with you. Right. We. Hold on. Let's see what we can do without the music. Without the music. Sweet Caroline, a good times never seem so good. So good, so good, so good. Like the piano. Look, guys, you're both great, but I do need the piano on the road. I'm sorry, Sal, but I have to let you go. Why? <laughs> because the drums isn't enough, and I can only afford one of you. What do you mean? They're so melodic. Melodic my ass. Now listen, get out of here. All right. Where am I going to go? I didn't like this bit. It turned mean. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. I'll give you a $10,000 severance pay. Uh, I'll try to make I'll myself... The problem is one of my sticks was longer than the other. You I was know helping him play oh, drums. Did hey, you see that? That was my first country hit. <laughs> 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 hey, guess what? The uh, Hold on. I thought of this the other day. Who has fake money toilet paper? You know the toilet paper looks like money? That was the first name of my HBO special. <laughs> Fake money toilet paper. <laughs> that is a good name. So the people that would have fake money toilet paper are are the type of people that want you to think that we think it's funny to have fake money toilet paper. So it's not a good thing. No, no, they think they're so rich. But no, oh, we're uh, so rich, we're wiping our ass with money. They think maybe they think no one will know. There's no way Bill Gates has fake money toilet paper. No, he is real, real money. Real money. <laughs> I was at Bill Gates' house once. Can I tell you a secret? We'll probably have to edit this out, but I want to tell you in the room. Just in the room. Obviously, Aristotle edited this out, swear to God. Um, I got to go to Bill Gates' house once for a charity event, uh -huh. and he literally has stacks of $100 bills next to his toilet. I blew my nose with a 50. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. It's crazy. I went into his bathroom, and I looked down. And I go, Are they hundreds? There's like hundreds and 20s and 30s, and you just, I wipe my ass. I, I wipe my ass with two 20s and a 10. You know what I do? Um, I would put them all into my pocket. After I, I did. Oh, no, not after. <laughs> oh, not after. Oh, shit. I wish I would have thought like you. <laughs> I, uh, not to. I, I love what you said yesterday about this. You're like, people who wipe their ass with fake toilet paper money think they're so rich. It's like, no, people that wipe their ass with fake money think they're 
think they're funny. Yeah, they think people that yeah people all they think is you're the type of person that acts like thinking wiping your ass with fake money would be funny. That's what we know about you. You're like ha ha ha, get it, get out of here. You're not gonna be <laughs> friends with me and my friends with that <laughs> joke. I bet the people that use the fake money toilet paper are uh, poor people that got it as a gift and one day they oh, ran they out. They are <laughs> like, oh, fuck, we got the fake toilet paper. Yeah, they're down on their luck, you're saying. Yeah, they didn't want to go to the store yeah. and they had that. You're right. What are you going to do? I want to get it now. Don't you think we should get it now? How hard would you laugh if you came over and had money? You turned there and you saw it. Would it give you a good laugh? I would be uh, impressed at the commitment to the bit. <laughs> well, if we uh, can, anybody in this room make this come true? Aaron, I want to make sure you feel heard. How is everything? Great. Aaron Simon, he's out there, folks. Tom Martin said some very nice things about his ability to write funny stuff. <laughs> I would pay attention to him on Twitter. Pay attention to him on Instagram. Aaron Simon. I mean, Tom Martin is no schlub. Even though you said he was. Because I said, that's kind words. He goes, oh, yeah, I wish it was from someone more important. And you repeatedly, didn't he repeatedly yeah, say? I thought it was inappropriate. You said, you said, I wish it was from one less than a schlub like Tom Martin. But he goes, in all fairness, it does mean something to me. So I thought that was unnecessary. But um, He said, I'll take it for what it is. He said, I'll... <laughs> I'll take it for what it is. No, but Steve Finearts... Dead. Passed away <laughs> at 24. Do not tweet at him. Do not tweet at him. Do not go near him. Do not mention it. If Be you see him, if you see him, it's not him. him. Run, Dan call 911. Nine, nine, what? Give Danielle a hug. That's it. Give Danielle a hug. Don't Danielle. say sorry because she doesn't want to talk about it anymore. It's too sad. So if you want to get clarity on this, you're just going to end up hurting somebody. If you want to hear my show and go, uh, hi, on Twitter, is Steve Fine Arts really dead? You're going to just bring pain into their lives. He's dead. You need to get over it. And you need to move on. And you can't tweet at them. It just, it's, this is a type of hurt you don't understand. You don't understand a, a pain in your stomach that you, somebody will never be back again. It's a pain that it does get better, but it's deep. And you can't just, you know, uh, may pretend that. Uh, it, it, it's not hurting them to so please just let him be dead and never mention it again. He is dead. Steve Fine Arts is dead. Dead. He's gone. Tweet. Don't tweet at him, please, and say, sorry to hear about your loss. Maybe at his estate. Unfollow him. Unfollow on him. That's the best way <laughs> to avoid. Unfollow him. <laughs> <laughs> Please unfollow him. His mom is manning his site, and it's just painting her when it lights up with new information. <laughs> hey, here's something. Todd Glass, Act Happy Review? Oh, my God. It's the other one. I want to point out the chimpanzee one. I took that as a compliment. Nothing would be more fun. As a matter of fact, why can't they edit this out and go, Hi, you're listening to a podcast you like, and they're dropping in this. What makes you want to come over and listen to the Todd Glass Show? I got a review. I'm not sure if it was positive or negative, but somebody said, Listening to the Todd Glass Show is like if a chimpanzees took over a train. You know what? I think that probably would be fun. They wouldn't limit how much ice cream everybody had. It's not going to be the type of fun that would cause the, plane to, the uh, train to crash, but it's enough fun that imagine chimpanzees running a train. So if that sounds good to you, come on over, listen to Talk Last Show. Now back to the podcast that you're listening to. Cut that up, throw it in. 
I don't know if this review. You want to hear? It says this guy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's not right. bad. It's the the thing is, I was going to not play it, but then I thought it's just it's funny. It's so okay. Here you go. It's not bad. It's just not good either. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about Todd Glass. Act happy. It's a Netflix original comedy special starring Todd Glass, and it's uh, it's a good special, but it's a little erratic. Um, it's kind of all over the place with his jokes. Like he just he doesn't really have long bits. They're just jokes from all over the place. And yeah, it does seem a little erratic when you're watching it. Um, he does have a band, which is something I haven't seen before. Uh, that he plays off of quite a bit. He that actually you... includes them in his jokes where they're like throwing out different bits for him to do uh, and he interacts with them quite a bit. He calls them out for, uh, you know, like uh, giving stingers to his jokes and things like that. And he also at one point has a song that he, he doesn't give a title for, but it's basically him filling time in case he doesn't have enough time for jokes. Which is actually really ironic because at the end he has a thing, a bit he does about jokes that he didn't have time to do, which are you know like unfinished jokes. Plausible one so. You got to admit that's adorable. That he thinks it's adorable. I think that's the sweetest way I can say it, and I probably deservingly so. That he thinks that I really that bit in my act where I said these are jokes that have time to get to. He goes, well, why didn't you? You, you didn't have to do that song. <laughs> you could have gotten to all those jokes. Uh, you know what? Let's let's listen to the guy out. It was funny. Um, he talks about, like, he does a skit with his band. And, like I said, he, he brings them in quite a bit. Um, sometimes acting, like, angry with them, that kind of thing. Uh, he goes off on quite a few rants. Pause. Um, Eric, I want you to know you were in the band, so any responsibility, <laughs> if there's any critiques about the band, I know so far he's all positive about the band. You never know. Don't sit back with your arms creased. Let me explain the picture of Eric. He's sitting there with his arms folded behind his back, basking in the glory, because so far the guy loves him. You never know the way this guy could turn and take a stab at you. Talks about like Kmart, Subway, and 7-Eleven. Uh, he talks about like lighting, you know, the lighting in your house and how it makes uh, makes people look bad. So you know, like, and how mean it is to have lighting like that, so that when people come over, they leave feeling bad about themselves because your bathroom lighting is so bad, that kind of thing. Uh, he talks about like um, staging his fridge when he has company coming over, like making it look like he's healthy and. You know, things like that, but when he really doesn't. Is there a video to this? So that was funny. No, just uh, he talks about a time when he actually had a heart attack, which uh, was surprising. Um, but he realized after that that there's no point in him trying to hide that he's gay <laughs> or in, a, and in a, a gay relationship. But he realized that what? after the heart attack. Guys, it's so, part of it's acting. You know, he talks about that. The whole story with his heart attack was pretty funny. You know, like obviously <laughs> it was a serious thing. But, you know, like most com comedians, they can turn a serious thing that happens to them and right, is that into most do you want to hear? <laughs> do you want to yes. hear? You do? Yeah. Okay, I don't want to be paranoid. Okay, go ahead. Comedy. You know, whether that's coping or what. But it was pretty funny. And he... Uh, like I said, he's all over the place. It's a small room, 
he doesn't uh, have too many issues with crowds or anything like that. Of course not. So that part's good. My special. Uh, he is, uh, some of the jokes, like, not all, but some of them don't land very well. And, uh, you know, most of his jokes are just kind of mini rants. Like, he rants about, like, um, the woman that was killed by a killer whale in one of the sea parks and you know like why would anybody be surprised by don't that don't be he rude Vinny we're talking about a death cats. literally talking about um, a death you know he rants about PC and how you know not using certain words aren't isn't being PC it's just being kind and you know you shouldn't be angry that you can't use Is this longer insulting than the words anyway <laughs> you know what kind of person are you that you have to use those kind of words uh, he talks about like organized religion, and you know how they shouldn't, you know, not 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 religion in general, but the actual organized religion, telling people that if they don't follow what they say, they're going to hell, you know, and how we would feel if like everybody did that, like if Nike advertised that if you don't wear Nikes, you're going to hell, and how you know that wouldn't be allowed. So why is it allowed for religions to do that? Things like that. Now, he really writes about a lot of stuff. Like, he covers a lot of different topics. Uh, his very high energy, he involves the band a lot. You hear what he just and said? And overall, oh, you missed it's a funny it because you were show. talking. It's just, it there mean. were a lot of jokes that didn't hit. That was the only thing. Hey, stop with the jokes that didn't hit. He just said all the, the speed. Yeah. And because his, he doesn't really do bits. He just does quick jokes and then moves on. What? So is I he think just uh, like if he just slowed it down and did bits, it would be funnier. Yeah, but overall, it was a good show. Okay. Um, <laughs> on Netflix, I gave it a 3 out of 5 stars, and I would give it a 6 out of 10. It's okay. Wait, not <laughs> rating systems. I believe I've seen him do other specials. 3 out of 5 and 6 out of 10. But they were better. Um, come on. And again, that's just my opinion. I worked but, hard. He's yeah, being nice. I think uh, he I has better material out, out there, better specials out there. All right. And uh, this is just... You know what? Can I tell you, though? He was very nice. Yeah, but that was, was very that was, nice. That was and some just, kind words Brandon Wardell said. Yeah, that was Brandon Wardell. <laughs> I didn't want to tell everybody, but thank you, Brandon, for calling in the show. <laughs> Say what you want, but now I want to watch the special. Yeah, where can I find that? You know what? I think he... he I feel he, fully prepared. I don't think the guy had notes either. I feel like he just had that much in his head. He There's no video of that? That's a... No, just him. Just him talking. There might be on YouTube. Well, but it's a video of him talking? Yeah, video of oh, him yeah. talking. But you know what? He's not mean-spirited. He, he really the, isn't. If he you likes can't, the band. He does like the band. That's why I told you if it took a turn, because I know it didn't. I Every, think he liked it more than he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's yeah. how that rating system works. Someone said, I love it, because usually I'm glad that I don't re, uh, engage. 60%. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm not. I could do it without. Passing. I'd rather have someone hate me, make me work harder. <laughs> I mean, sixty percent great. You're like, I want some. I got to be at least ninety to somebody. Otherwise, I don't care about. I don't feel I have you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like. Oh, Andy. I don't ever think like I went to Sandy Frasco. He's good. Yeah. Good. He plays Ugh. songs. That's what this guy's saying. He's good. I liked it. No, well, thanks, but that's doesn't. I, that's not my never my goal that you'll like it. Is my goal is. It's, I'm sorry, but it, my goal is that you'll fucking love it or love seventy five percent of it. The other twenty five you didn't. But I'm looking for somewhere in there. You went. You know what? I didn't like that, or I didn't get that. But you know what? I, any element of something, or hey, if somebody says thirty percent of it, if I if I heard someone say, I listened to Todd Glass special, 
to be honest, I feel bad. I like Todd, but most of it didn't do it. But, you know, like the last 30 minutes, I'll admit, was fucking amazing. I mean, it, then I'd, be like, I'd, I'd melt at that, you know? Be like, oh, any any part. But not with, who are we talking about? Oh, this guy. It was, oh, it was okay. It was good. All right, well, that's a zero to me. So, but thank you. But I don't want to get aggressive because you were nice about it. But I'm just saying that's not going to be like, oh, you know, you know, like, oh, he thought you were okay. Oh, I know he did. But what am I supposed to do with that? Put it on my resume? Hey, some guy thought my Netflix special was okay? Ooh, sounds like he really goes crazy about it. He doesn't have to. I'm just saying he has to accept also that I'm not going to be flabbergasted with that review. I think I just remember the tag to that one joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my mark on this world. And then I'm going to make a Larry and Susan. And then people will know who I am. <laughs> That's a good tag. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. No, shut up. No, That's no, no, a good no, no. tag. Let's get no. Shut up. So Thank you, cooties. Wow. I had a little glitch in there. I came in a little early. So we left it in because I'm a human being like everybody else. I wanted what? to come in clean. But how long have we been going? Who was right? How long have well, we no, been no, going? Well, no, no, well, no. That was my first answer. In the last one. <laughs> I know John You're won, but I never paid attention. <laughs> how long have we been going? What was John right about? Uh... You said, I think, 123, yeah. and we were at, like, 125. Right, so we're going in for uh, the But we're at 144 now. Okay, oh. we'll go in for the close. Yeah, 145. Does anybody want anything? Uh, Take some money. <laughs> <laughs> do you want, I'll tell you what I could do. do I'm you, out of toilet you, paper. Would so you I make a lasagna something. if somebody offered you... I'd make a lasagna for free. You would? Yeah, it's, I like doing it. Oh, I have ravioli. Not to brag. We'll put them in the lasagna. <laughs> Calm. Calm as I've been. The calmer I am, the better the show. What is this? Why does that say? It can't be. Oh, the potato chip eat bit. Chip eat chip bit. Um, eat chip bit. <laughs> Who buys chip toilet paper? Guys. Chip Chantry wrote a bit, and we have to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Guess fluffer of university beginning. <laughs> no, what does that say? <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, guess what flavor of jelly bean? <laughs> <laughs> the fluffer. Guess oh the my fluffer god, I couldn't read bean. that that bad. I got a. Most of you can die on. <laughs> oh, see how many dying on a scene. How how quick we can all die on a scene? Like how who, quick? No, you're right. I'm saying you're completely wrong. It's like you you keep going to your death, but you come up for one more breath. That's it. Eric, goodbye.
His arms fall, his head falls, his body falls. The monitor is still as he's breathing, but sometimes that takes a few seconds. And he's down, and he's dead. Run the light! Hang in there, baby! Um, you know what? If I'm relaxed, it's good Good because it's funny or it's good because it's not funny, but I always think it is. What do I think is funny, you asked? What we just did. I, don't I think to... my last words might be... Um, oh, your last words? Yeah, yeah. it would be... Uh, uh, throw away the things under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> don't look. Don't look. <laughs> throw away the things under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Do I do the good hospital noise? Mm-hmm. Well, I make the bits come to life, and this is what people have grown to love all over the Delaware Valley. Where sh- Our show goes to the Delaware Valley. Isn't that funny? Someone in the Delaware Valley listens to our show. They're like, hey, not- you think, Todd Glass show in the Delaware Valley? Yeah. I buried $10 million in the Delaware Valley in gold franks. In a brown suitcase. It's <laughs> <laughs> Put some reverb. To be used. Holy emergency. I want you to have it. It's just. Tell me where it's at again. Take a deep breath. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Stuff your thumb in his in his hole. Oh, buried. Stuff your thumb in there. Have buried. Where is it at? Buried. Oh, buddy, I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna miss you. Where's the money? Oh, it's not easy to watch a friend die. Squeeze his chest. Is it? Where? Where is it? Just gotta, Just gotta get a shovel. I dig, buddy. <laughs> Where is it? Where's the money? Oh, sorry. I that bug is all the mop. It's it's just right. Uh, right where? Over. Over where? I can't. <laughs> I can't finish my sentence. Well, why'd you have to say that? I can't. Why you have to say that? You're gonna use I that can't. energy to tell. Now you have all this energy to I tell me what you don't have energy to do. I who cares how your ending okay. happened? You're right. It's. Don't tell me. There's something fun about it. April Fool's. Oh, you, I can't get enough of the Todd Glass. Show. I like in that bit. That uh, you can keep someone alive by putting your thumb up their ass. <laughs> no, it's in their hole. Like, not their ass, but, like, they're bleeding out their neck. Just stuff your thumb in there. Yeah, so, yeah, just give them some life. Stick your, th- I, I stick your thumb. I didn't know he had been shot. No, so, yeah, yeah, he had been. Something happened now. It's so, or it's just soft. 
and then somebody's poked their thumb in it. If somebody's old enough, you can just poke a hole in them. Like if you're 98, by the time you're 100, people could just take their thumb and punch it through your skin. It's very, it's very soft by that point. All right. I, that's not true. Don't go doing that to older people. I would feel horrible. You go visit your grandmother, stick your finger. She's like, ow! Todd said my finger would go right through, Grandma. He said it ironically. I listened to his show. What do you think? I'm stupid? We have a 98-year-old listener. I hope we do. How do you get a 98-year-old person to listen to your podcast? You say nice things to them. Practice, 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 practice. practice. <laughs> this show has been so much fun. Aristotle, is there anything you want to share with the world to make it a better place? <laughs> no. Well, just your answer is good enough. Can I uh, take his turn? Yeah. The Nothing Burger podcast <laughs> is available. Nothing uh, without the G for domain and Twitter Nothing. purposes. Wow. Uh, the first episode, Tom Martin, we just put out uh, the Troy Conrad episode. We recorded Todd's episode. Can, can I tell you something? Be only because you led the way, so I was comfortable to do it. Because I, I actually went, I know I talk about this, so I don't want you to go, that's okay. We've never talked about it on I my said, podcast. It's a different podcast. And, but we hit it from some really clean angles. A conversation we've had many times as far as language and all that at its peripheral. Uh, but we really, and Dan had some very clean, simple things to bring light to it in a really clean way, which is refreshing because it helps you uh, sort of argue the argument when people give you clean ways to say it, you know. Even though you think, oh, it's preaching to the choir because Dan sort of is in the same camp as us. But they, they repeat it in a way that's sometimes cleaner. You know, and some then we had a part two of things we never talked about before. Right. Yeah. And then we took it. That was like a very that was a big portion of the show. And then we're like, let's go talk about other stuff. So it was really fun how we met, how me and Dan uh, Kaufman met. Yeah. Okay. So uh, please subscribe, like, rate, review, all that stuff. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Spaghetti Eric is dead. And find out why on my podcast. <laughs> find out how Eric, Spaghetti Eric, passed away at a pile of pasta. Thank follow you. Him to I want to thank the band tonight. I, I don't want to just plow past these guys. They sit by there. They score the whole show. Aaron Simon, what a delight. He's on the ratchet, I think, if I hear in the background. He's on the ratchet. He's on a whistle. He's on a, he kicks his foot in the air. And uh, and then over there is uh, uh, what's the official name, uh, Aaron? Vincenzo. Vincenzo. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I love it. It's Vincenzo will stick to George Carlin. Our goal is to get Vincenzo to stick. Who is he? Vincenzo. Vincenzo. Who is he? Vincenzo. What's my girlfriend's brother's name? Vincenzo. Oh, who's here tonight? So if I go, hey, Vincenzo's here. Hey, Vincenzo. Hey, Vincenzo. How'd you come by? He's like, Vincenzo, he's always in a good mood. Vincenzo, Zenzo, 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 Vincenzo, 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 His name is Vincenzo. His name is Vincenzo. Vincenzo, 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 God, I love that.
Amen. Maybe that's all someone needs right now in their life. Just this. Hold on one second. Just let it breathe for one second. Whatever. Oh, saxophone would be nice. Do you dare? He's holding up legal papers, saying if he plays more than two minutes, he has to get paid by the union. This is sickens me. What do you do? Do you want to try to play this, Vinny? What? Oh, he said he has to put it back. You know what? It's good without it. Yeah, it's good without it. He has to put it back together. Who wants him in your band? He calls on... I, imagine that. You call on the trumpet player. I got to put it back together. I didn't think you were going to be calling on me, Andy. If you were in Andy Fresco's band. Wait, why is the why is the saxophone guy putting his trumpet away? Andy's calling on him. He's like... And he was very rude to Andy that night. Remember, he goes... Oh, I'm putting it back together. <laughs> I like to beat the traffic. I like to beat the traffic. <laughs> Excuse me, I like to beat the traffic. So I was putting my saxophone away. Don't, don't even act like you're upset. Uh, I know uh, you're not. I know. There you go. Everybody's happy. People have things. Remember, we'd miss the fuck out if you weren't here. You can never throw enough love out. People go through shit. They get stressed the fuck out. They deal with shit. That was my first People country have... hit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> People have dark thoughts, but you know what? Just know we would miss the fuck out of you. Oh, would we miss the fuck out of you, right? Yeah. People need to know that. I'm sad just thinking about it. I can think of, I can get someone in my mind right now, two people, that if they were not here... Oh, I'd be like, how the fuck? It's hard to tell people. They would like that bit that we dropped it in. I know who we're going after. You know, Brody once told me I was the funniest person he ever knew. <laughs> no, no, I never wanted to tell anybody. I never wanted to brag. <laughs> but I've kept that locked inside of me since the day he died. He said, Todd... I hope the business does for you what they wish they would have done for me. I said, ah, oh, Brody, no, 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 no. <laughs> I hope everybody's happy. I'm happy. Act happy on Netflix. Act happy on Netflix, one of my Netflix specials. And by the way, do you know who Sam uh, Malone is? No. Uh, my Netflix special got a great review from... Uh, that kid on the internet. The kid on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle to actually to actually need that as the compliment. <laughs> so anyway, we got a great review. Uh, I guess we have to reference that one. It's the only one we talked about. <laughs> and of course, we got a great review, as we you know earlier in the show. All right. Okay. So I'm, I'm gonna, we're going Sample. to close. We, it's a two-parter. This was the second part. That means next week we have the week off. That means we're had off. So is there anything you want to say now? We go into the dark hours of the night on this late night show. I really had a good time. This was a very... Uh, to George Carlin, very relaxed show for me, this after show. It was like, I, I think the more I can relax, the more fun I can have on the show. You, can do <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you have to be able to do it. Ah, the chimpanzees took over oh, the train. The chimpanzees. <laughs> 
Chugga 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 Oh, you know what? I'm going to make it for this bit. They're the friendliest chimpanzees in the world. Chimpanzees. They're not hurting anybody. They're no, smiling. they let all the other animals out of They their let them out. They're handing. There are flying crackers and all the, like, you know, the sandwiches they pre-make. They're throwing those around. But they're eating them. They're nice. They're putting the trash away. One neatly. of them's the bartender. Right. One of them bartender. He put on the jacket and they're all laughing, but he's serving the drinks. One of them's going around with the recycling bin. One of them's like going without recycling. <laughs> Yeah, man, he just yelled at someone for not recycling, his friend. And he goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But at first, he keeps seeing him throw the bottles where he, does, he doesn't care. But I would like it. I would, yes, thank you. I want to really start marketing the show to chimpanzees in, in honor of, I'm, I'm not joking around. I don't, well, it doesn't have to be a rude chimpanzee. Is that a chimpanzee? Maybe he's horny. But my chimpanzees are fun. The ones I picture for my in my bit, they're happy. They're they're swinging around the train. Sure, that would be fun to me. Man. Are there trains uh, like uh, you can go on a train ride anywhere in LA? You mean like what would be the shortest distance? Like the metro? No, no, no. Like uh, you mean an old-fashioned like, train? Yeah, old-fashioned train rides. Keep t- I don't know. Is you mean like, you can go to Travel Town, the Travel Town Museum, which isn't a train ride, but it is uh, a museum of giant trains that you can walk on. They're came, pretty great. I came to town on a train. Really? Yep. Hmm. Uh, I got to. Un- it came into Union Station. That was my oh, first Amtrak? country hit. That was my <laughs> yep. first country hit. Damn it! Yeah. Amtrak's the best way to go to San Diego, by the way. Have, ever, have you done it? Yeah, I always pay. You, uh, it's like an extra twelve dollars or something like that for the the private. Not private, but uh, you can go lay down the upgrade car. So then you can get like all the coffee you want, snacks. It's worth it. Twelve bucks. Hmm. I want to take a train with my uh, a ride. I I I used to love, you know, to go from New York to Washington D.C. because that's a pretty long train ride. I loved it. It always, no matter what, two hours came way too quick. One was like six hours. I was like, even that. I was like, it's. You don't go up and you don't go down, so your equilibrium isn't as messed with. Because even though I'm sort of used to flying, it, it shreds you up a little bit inside. You're on the ground. So I'd rather, I don't care if it's six hours. I'm in a seat. The seat goes back. Most of the time, there's no one next to me most of the time. And I just trains I've enjoyed so much, you know. But I want to just do it to do it. I'm always doing it like when I'm working in one city and going to the next. Uh, Anybody have a question? What? I just had a statement. Sure. Go ahead. You're on the air. I was just going to say, when I was on the train coming here, I had met people that had been on the train from New York, and I had got on the train in Colorado, and they said they'd been on there for a week. Wow. Just oh, sitting up. No, no, no. no there's a they were traveling train. across country, or are they just like riding the train? They were traveling across country. Oh, wow. oh, so you were on a train where you could lay down if you needed to? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And you were, how long were you on there for? A day. Oh, you said they came from New York. Yeah. These are what hi- these hippies, hippies you're talking about. <laughs> Jimmy Pardo. All right, I, I took a bus here from Seattle one time. I forgot about this. This is my and first I, country. This hit. kid <laughs> told me he said. Uh, Remember it? Yeah, on, <laughs> on, on a bus from Seattle. <laughs> yeah. He said that uh, he was moving because uh, uh, his girlfriend just had a baby, and his new. Uh, the girlfriend's mom kept threatening to call the cops on him because he wouldn't stop doing drugs. And he goes, so I had no other choice but to leave town. <laughs> well, I think you had other choices. 
I think you had other choices. <laughs> well, I had a great time. We got to say goodnight. I mean... Well, everybody, it's the Todd Glass Show. What a journey. Do we know Do we know it? Who knows it? How, clo- how close could you get? Reverb. Keep a close look on this heart of mine. All right, that's not the right one. Okay, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's the train to come. Coming around the bend. That's not the right one. That's, that's uh, Folsom Prison right. Blues. On this side of the law. No, it's Ring of Fire. On for that sure. side of the law. Who is right? Who is wrong? Who I is for and who's against the law? All his songs are the same. <laughs> no, it is not. It's like, for I know, I know, I never need to die because you're mine. I, I walk the line. It's funny, and then you go, no, it's not. No, it's, it's not. All this, <laughs> you see. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. No, it isn't. This song no, it's, is. It's hurt. It's got to be hurt for sure. No, guys, I hear that train is coming. It's running around the bend. And I I still feel I'm focused on the pain. pain. The only thing that's real. Hey, Porter. Hey, Porter. (laughs) A boy named Sue. Who is right? Who is wrong? Who is for and who's against the law? I'll My daddy home band just the other day. He said, I said, Daddy, he said, Boy, you can save. He said, I'm bully you. You gotta grow up strong. You gotta get that grit. I said, If I ever have a kid, I'm gonna name him anything but Sue. He got a fever. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. I think it's this one. Ain't no friend of mine. I got the cocaine blues. I got those cocaine blues. I think it's I, no, I think it's she's coming round the mountain. Hey, I'm in round the mountain. She's coming round the bend. She's, she'll be riding six white horses when she comes. That's the she'll show. She'll be riding six, six white horses when she comes. She'll be riding six white horses. She'll be riding six white horses. She'll be riding six white horses when she comes. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! I let anybody have the last word. Unisop. Thank you. Pass. <laughs> it's you I like. It's not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like. The way you are right now, the way down deep inside you. Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like, it's you yourself, 
It's you, it's you, it's you I like. Network.